Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. On Pennsylvania Avenue, a lot of you using that to be past all the activity. That is also slow, and we're seeing unusual delays along Woodyard Road. Probably those of you trying to cut across from Branch Avenue over to Pennsylvania Avenue instead. Branch Avenue also slow inside the Beltway northbound, trying to make your way toward the Suitland Parkway. Now, we also have in the southbound 270 local lanes after 28 West Montgomery Avenue, there had been vehicle fire activity along the right side. Watch for the cleanup. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Tracking a mix of sunshine and clouds through the afternoon. After a cold start, temperatures milder, mid and upper 50s. Average time of year is right around that 50 degree mark. So those are some bonus degrees we're getting. Overnight with mainly clear skies are back in the 30s. Tomorrow, more of the same with mid and upper 50s with partly sunny skies. Now Sunday, Areas of rain likely, some heavier downpours, maybe even some rumbles of thunder, windy, and get this, warm in the 60s. Much cooler weather, though, spills in by early next week as we fall back into the 40s on Monday. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 34 degrees in College Park and Fairfax. It's 39 on the National Mall. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Coming up... A deadly accident has all lanes closed on part of the outer loop in Prince George's County. A special update is just ahead. The mother of a man killed in a police chase found not guilty of assault in a courtroom. I'm Neil Orgenstein. A troubling fine for an area synagogue as Hanukkah begins. It's disappointing. I'm Mike Marillo. What D.C. leaders want consumers to know before buying in the district. I'm Sandra Jones. A new lawsuit claiming sexual abuse at a state children's center in Maryland. This is Kyle Cooper. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Exergen Thermometers. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, a new setback for the president's son as his father campaigns for re-election. Hunter Biden's been indicted for a second time, this time by a grand jury in Los Angeles. Jessica Levinson, professor at Loyola Law School. Prosecutors here have alleged that Hunter Biden engaged in a four-year scheme intended to evade paying his taxes. The indictment includes nine counts and the possibility of serving 17 years in federal prison. He's accused of skipping out on more than a million dollars in taxes. Investigators say the gunman who killed three people at UNLV was a former professor who'd been turned down for a position at the college. The victims, all instructors. A colleague, Truman Rowley, who was on the same floor when gunfire broke out, paid tribute to an associate professor of accounting. She was nothing but warm, welcoming. She truly cared about her students. Gunman killed in a shootout with police. A New York man is accused of firing twice outside a synagogue. Albany police say the man who fired the shots didn't hit anybody and gave up quickly after they arrived. Officers say his only comment to them was, quote, free Palestine. Albany Mayor Kathy Sheehan. This should be a time of celebration. It should be a time where families gather and celebrate their faith with pride. Rabbi Wendy Love Anderson says it didn't change any plans for the first night of Hanukkah. We're going to be lighting Hanukkah candles because we need light in darkness. Peter King, CBS News. Police in Bakersfield, California say a 72-year-old driver's been arrested after allegedly backing his pickup truck into three people just before the start of a Christmas parade last night. This bystander's thankful for the damage to her truck. At Nasser, 
Albany police. Okay, well, that driver says that it actually protected people. Police say they're investigating the possibility the driver had been drinking. The Israel-Hamas war enters its third month today. The focus of the fighting, Gaza's Khan Yunus. At Nasser Hospital, the biggest in the south, this girl screamed, my brother, my brother, as casualties increased. Israel's military said it targeted Hamas militants emerging from a tunnel in the area, and Israeli media showed the army had detained some 150 Palestinians. CBS's Rami Innocencio from Tel Aviv. S&P futures down seven. London commuters couldn't agree more. What a day this has been. Rod Stewart and pianist Jules Holland underground crowd. A preview of their new swing album at St. Pancras Tube Station. They all loved it. This is CBS News. Exergen thermometers are a top choice of medical professionals at highly ranked hospitals across the U.S. Accuracy matters, so make Exergen the chosen thermometer for your home and family. And now, a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, it's certainly messy on the Beltway in Prince George's County. If you're on the outer loop, the delay begins after St. Barnabas Road, headed to Allentown Road. That is the diversion point for everybody still due to the ongoing crash investigation. If you're on the inner loop side, that is a rubbernecking delay. But maybe because more of you are traveling on the inner loop of the Beltway, seeing off and on volume from 214 Central Avenue, headed around past Pennsylvania Avenue toward the scene with your travel lanes open. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP. Traffic. And we have more details on that crash that is closing part of the outer loop this morning. Maryland State Police telling WTOP a woman was hit and killed around 3 this morning near Allentown Road in Camp Springs. The driver remained at the scene. Outer loop traffic is being diverted at Allentown Road. As Rita has been telling you, police are on site investigating, trying to determine how this all began. We will keep you updated and continue our special reports from the traffic center. Stay with us. In other news this morning, the mother of Karan Hilton Brown, the 20-year-old D.C. man killed in a crash while being chased by police, has been found not guilty of assaulting a U.S. marshal in a courtroom. Karen Hilton had been arrested in May right after two D.C. police officers were convicted in the death of her son. Those two officers had chased Karan Hilton Brown on his electric scooter in 2020 when he was hit by a passing van and died. After that verdict, Karen Hilton screamed at and tussled with a U.S. marshal. She was charged with assaulting a federal law enforcement officer. Now, a federal jury has found her not guilty after a two-day trial, Karen Hilton took the stand in her own defense. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. An area synagogue is forced to fix its menorah just hours before the first light for Hanukkah after they say it was targeted by vandals. It was just before sundown when Rabbi Bensi Stalika, the Chabad of Olney, received several calls from people urging him to go down to the synagogue. I rushed over and uh, was very distraught and disappointed. It was very clear that the menorah was vandalized. The menorah was on the ground and the metal was bent. Stullick says Montgomery County police arrived a short time later after they say people saw the vandals bring it down and called them. Police tell WTOP they are investigating. The rabbi says the vandals should know. Acts like these inspire people to want to do more light and more good. As for the menorah. Some handy individuals managed to be able to get this thing up standing again, uh, and we have a temporary fix. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. D.C. leaders are demanding more transparency from retailers, saying consumers are often being misled. Everyone deserves to know the price of what they're buying in the district. 
but it's not happening for some consumers who are raising concerns over unfair treatment due to prices for items not clearly displayed when they get to the register. Now, D.C.'s attorney general is taking action to make it a better shopping experience. Prices must be listed in dollars and cents within all city businesses. Retailers are required to set prices in advance and not at the time of purchase. And advertised prices should be the same at checkout. D.C. law says consumers have a right to know how much retailers are charging, and it's easy to read. You can contact D.C.'s Department of Consumer Protection if you have a complaint about pricing practices. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. The Washington Commanders are raising ticket prices for next year. On average, the Washington Post reports ticket holders on annual plans will pay an extra twelve fifty per month, including premium seating. The average ticket price will go up about fifteen bucks per game. The team has invested approximately forty million dollars in upgrades at FedEx Field, but the team is currently in last place in the NFC East and had the lowest attendance in the NFL last season. The cost of parking will not change. Some women are suing the state of Maryland over what they say were years of sexual and other kinds of abuse when they were held in a state facility. The abuse, including being forced to perform sexual acts and being threatened if they didn't with things like solitary confinement, withholding of food, and even scalding, allegedly occurred at the Thomas J.S. Waxter Children's Center in Laurel, which closed last year. The Baltimore Banner reports 20 women, now between the ages of 23 and 50, are part of the suit. Maryland's Department of Juvenile Services says it takes the allegations seriously and is reviewing the lawsuit. Others have recently filed suits against other facilities under Maryland. Maryland's new Child Victims Act, allowing even decades-old allegations to be brought forward. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Coming up, another check of traffic as we monitor the situation on the Beltway with several lanes closed. And credit card debt is becoming a problem even for wealthy households. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 808. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita has the latest on the big issue. And the big issue remains on the Beltway in Prince George's County. This is the outer loop of the Beltway after Branch Avenue. Everybody being diverted onto Allentown Road for the ongoing crash investigation. The outer loop delay is almost back to St. Barnabas Road. Inner loop has a rubbernecking delay in stretches coming from Richie Marlboro Road, then solid from Pennsylvania Avenue past the scene with the lanes open. Now we're also seeing delays on northbound Branch Avenue uh, from Allentown Road trying to head towards the Beltway. Also, Allentown Road itself is slow to the point where everybody's going to join to get off it and then to head toward Pennsylvania Avenue. Northbound Route 4 is slow getting to the Outer loop. Also seeing delays inside the Beltway along Branch Avenue, along St. Barnabas Road, trying to make your way in and around the district as a lot of you are trying to avoid the delay and the crash on the Beltway. Now, the top side of the Beltway delays off of 95, either headed onto the outer loop of the Beltway, headed past 29 Colesville Road, or on the inner loop, headed past Route 1 in College Park, headed toward the Baltimore Washington Parkway. Inner loop uh, topside delays from 355 and 270 trying to make your way onto southbound Connecticut Avenue. Earlier, after, after Jones Bridge Road on southbound Connecticut, the right lane had been blocked with a broken down vehicle. Looks like the vehicle fire activity may be gone from the local lanes on southbound 270 after 28 West Montgomery Avenue. It had been along the right side of the roadway. We were also seeing delays along Powder Mill Road headed toward Cherry Hill Road where there had been a report of a wreck. New problem in Virginia, southbound Fairfax County Parkway after John J. Kingman Road. You're under police direction for the wreck. 610 Garrisonville Road eastbound after Mine Road. A report of a crash involving an overturned vehicle. 
near Salisbury Drive. We were also seeing delays along 123 in both directions at a point between the GW Parkway and the Chain Bridge. There's some police activity, possibly some demonstration activity going on there with a lot of police presence causing the delays. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Two seven News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraff. Next couple of days will feature some sunshine and milder afternoons, but you will need to layer up in the morning. Still cold as you get the day started, but through the afternoon, mid number 50 should feel nice out there, especially with that sun beaming through. Now, as we head through the overnight hours, we go back in the 30s, so another cold night headed your way. Tomorrow, more the same with those mid and upper 50s after we get through the cold start, but Sunday, Clouds, showers off and on, some heavier downpours, even some rumbles of thunder. We'll be in the 60s. As far as rain, we could get one to two inches of rain spread out throughout the day. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Start Weather Center. 33 degrees in Bowie, 33 in Leesburg. It's 37 in Georgetown. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. The University of Pennsylvania may be losing a $100 million donation amid the fallout from the university president's comments this week at a House hearing on campus anti-Semitism. Lawyers for Ross Stevens, founder and CEO of Stone Ridge Asset Management, say Stevens will be withdrawing his gift that was expected to fund the Stevens Center for Innovation in Finance. This if the president of the university does not step down. In a letter, his lawyers say Stevens and Stone Ridge are appalled by the university's stance on anti-Semitism on campus. UPenn President Liz McGill was asked at the House hearing if calls for the genocide of the Jewish people would be considered harassment on campus. She responded, saying if the speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment. Later, McGill released a video clarifying that she thinks a call for Jewish genocide would be harassment or intimidation. Mounting credit card debt is now catching up to consumers. WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says that's the case even for wealthy consumers. U.S. households have added more credit card debt than ever this year and at a time when credit card rates are at a record high. Edelman Financial found 39% say credit card debt is their biggest obstacle to saving. Among those with assets up to $3 million, 32% said the same. Almost half of credit card holders now carry a balance from month to month. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. What will you find at Macy's Backstage? How about the perfect holiday gifts, $25 and under, like matching family PJs, fragrance sets, toys, and more. Find the latest trends, new arrivals, and great prices at a Macy's Backstage near you. Coming up, big headaches continue for many drivers in the area. We have lanes that continue to be blocked on part of the outer loop of the Beltway. We'll have a special report. Also, why there's a push to tighten security at Maryland's courthouses. I'm Kate Ryan. 8-13. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, encouraging agencies to keep focused and patient when employing a zero-trust strategy. The journey to the cloud, it's exactly that. It's a journey, right? So as they're planning and designing their zero-trust architectures, they're also leaning forward and saying, do we do this in the cloud? Do we still stay on-prem? Maybe we push most of this to the cloud. Uh, so it's it's a journey, and especially for those organizations, just keeping up to date, right? I mean, uh, Microsoft came out, the NATO summit over in Lithuania, and said, hey, there's a Word doc, and it has a, a, a vulnerability in it, right? It can take over your systems. Those are going to evolve. They're going to continue to happen. So staying on their guard for what they currently have to do while they're migrating to their future 
position, right, is, is really important. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Dave Preston here, and right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's also a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Week 14's big showdown pits Dallas against Philadelphia Sunday night. And although the Cowboys are unbeaten at home this season, they're 0-3 versus the spread against winning teams. Visit FanDuel.com slash Presto and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older in President Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. Coming up, a preview of tomorrow's Army-Navy football classic. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. You recognize our jingle. It is Cabinet Discatters and now celebrating our 40th anniversary. That's right. 40 years ago, we started a small family business, building a reputation around excellent customer service, quality products at a great price. And now to celebrate 40 years, we're offering incredible discounts till the end of the year. To learn more, call or go to CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet Discounters, great quality, great price. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. And now, a special update from the WTOP Traffic Center. And this is an important update because they have now reopened the outer loop of the Beltway at Allentown Road. Within the last several minutes, they managed to reopen everything. The crash investigation has been completed in the area, and you are no longer being diverted on to uh, Allentown Road. Your delays, however, on the outer loop are back near St. Barnabas Road. Inner loop rubbernecking delays, of course, have eased. Just a brief volume getting past the scene. And you do still have the delays along Branch Avenue from outside the Beltway headed inside the Beltway towards St. Barnabas Road. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Thank you, Rita. Good news there. We'll keep you updated. It is 816. A salmonella outbreak tied to tainted cantaloupe has now killed three people in the U.S. and five in Canada. Health leaders say dozens of others have been sickened by the fruit. In the U.S., the CDC says since mid-November, at least 230 people have taken ill in 38 states. Close to 100 have been hospitalized. Many many people who got sick reported eating pre-cut cantaloupe in clamshell packages and trays sold in stores. It has prompted recalls of whole and pre-cut fruit by several brands. We have details at WTOP.com search recalls. The CDC says you shouldn't buy, eat, or serve cantaloupe if you don't know where it come from. It came from. Maryland's taking a much closer look at courthouse security after a judge was killed outside his home. The shooting death of a Washington County Circuit Court judge in October was followed by two cases where courthouses, one in Baltimore City, one in Baltimore County, were evacuated after getting suspicious packages. Now, Maryland's Supreme Court Justice Matthew Fader has announced a security task force has been created to take a look at safety and security at and around courthouses across the state. According to the Daily Record, the task force will also take a look at how threats to judicial officers and their staff are handled. 
Lawmakers in Annapolis also expect to tackle the issue when they go back to work in January. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Breaking here on WTOP, all lanes are now reopened on the outer loop of the Bellway in Prince George's County. They were shut down for hours because of a deadly crash at Allentown Road. Hunter Biden has been indicted again, this time on tax charges. The November jobs report is due out later this hour. We'll have a special report from CBS News. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s. More details from that big traffic story and some encouraging news from Rita Kessler in the Traffic Center. Yes, let's get to the good news part of the incident, which is that the Beltway has been reopened. This is the outer loop of the Beltway at Allentown Road. They are no longer diverting you onto Allentown Road. However, what's left over from all the activity, and as long as the closure was in place, are all the delays. The outer loop delay is after St. Barnabas Road, headed toward Allentown Road. St. Uh, Allentown Road itself is slow from Branch Avenue toward the Beltway. We're seeing delays along Woodyard Road as people were using that instead, trying to make your way toward Pennsylvania Avenue. Uh, also, Branch Avenue. Wow. Northbound Route 5 is slow from Allentown Road, but headed past the Beltway all the way toward the Suitland Parkway. Maybe a lot of people trying to take that instead of the outer loop of the Beltway, but that is pretty bad. If you're getting onto the Suitland Parkway, be aware that from Branch Avenue, you are solid all the way toward Firth Sterling. This is because there was a broken down truck in the right lane. Not sure if the truck is still there, but with only a single lane getting by at one point and then callers reported traffic temporarily stopped, that delay is pretty significant. Northbound I-295, heavy from the Beltway passing Laboratory Road. Northbound DC-295 slows off the 11 Street Bridge passing Pennsylvania Avenue and southbound delays coming off the BW Parkway headed past East Capitol Street. Now, in Maryland, it was southbound Connecticut Avenue after Jones Bridge Road, the broken down vehicle had been in the right lane. This could be the reason for the backup that begins on the inner loop from 355 toward Connecticut. Looks like the crash that was Powder Mill Road at Cherry Hill Road may have cleared. Those delays are easing. But in Virginia, on the southbound Fairfax County Parkway near John J. Kingman Road, you're under police direction for that wreck. We also had a crash in Bristow, southbound Sudley Manor Drive between Linton Hall Road and Vint Hill Road and eastbound 610 Garrisonville Road after Mine Road. That was a crash involving an overturned vehicle. Share the ride to work. Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Now, 7 News First Alert meteorologist Eileen Whalen. Eileen, we had some sunshine this morning. I'm seeing some clouds out there now. What should we expect today? All right. Well, we are going to have some of those scattered clouds uh, through the morning hours and into the early afternoon. And then skies are going to be clear for your Friday night plans. I know it's cold right now with temperatures in the 30s. But guys, this afternoon, about 10 degrees warmer than yesterday as we get into the upper 50s. Now, overnight lows in the 30s, patchy fog will develop by dawn. So keep that in mind early tomorrow morning. But Saturday, your best day out, 58 degrees. Sunday, our team is on a storm alert. It is going to be warm, wet and windy. We could see over two inches of rain and southerly winds gusting to 30, 35 miles per hour. I think the highest impacts with this weather maker will be Sunday night. But until then, let's just enjoy this kind of quiet Friday morning. Well, not on the roads, but at least weather-wise, we're at 28 degrees right now in Culpeper. We're at 33 degrees in South Riding, 34 in Bowie, and 39 degrees downtown. All right, Eileen, and still ahead, a streaming reality show crowns a local winner. It's 821. This is the lunch rush at your local deli. Orders are flying in. Online, on the phone, 
and in person. Order for Nick. So is it possible that fast internet could help your business outrun the rush? It is with Comcast Business. Up-leveling your speed with gig speed Wi-Fi, powering all your devices in fast downloads and uploads, powered by the next generation 10G network. With Comcast Business, next level speed isn't just possible, it's happening. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Get started with fast speeds and advanced security for $49 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, ask how to get up to a $600 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online to learn more. Ends 12-20-2023. Restrictions apply. Eagle Bill and auto pay required. New 50 megabits per second internet and security to customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig internet and compatible router. Federal employees, discover the value of Sentara Health Plans now in your area with health and wellness solutions for you and your family. We offer no-cost preventive care, a dedicated customer service team, and 24-7 virtual consults with board-certified physicians. Discounts on alternative therapies and eye and hearing exams are just a few reasons why you should make the switch. Visit SentaraHealthPlans.com slash federal. This plan is issued by Sentara Health Plans. Exclusions, terms, and conditions apply. Hi, it's Julie Olabonji. And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you. We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. That's available. Um, I don't want anything else but town of fool. Oh, my family. You so and you're a part of our family, too. Join us for News 4 Today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m. We're working for you. This is WTOP News at 8.23. If you're still watching Squid Game, the challenge on Netflix, you might want to turn down the radio for a few seconds. We have news on the winner, and there is a local tie-in. My Whalen, also known as Player 287, took home the top prize in the game show's finale, beating out 455 other contestants to win more than $4.5 million. The 55-year-old is from Fairfax County. She says she now plans to renovate her home and add a small dock for a boat. The game show is based on the hit South Korean series from 2021 and featured a series of challenges. Thankfully, unlike the fictional series, losers in the reality show did not face certain death. Uh, yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> That's good. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Steve Dresner's shaking his head. She can get her own dock. She can buy her own water. Yeah, um, exactly. That's some accomplishment. A dock, a big dock, a big I, boat. I'm all for that. I love this time of year. College football tomorrow will mark the 124th edition of the Army-Navy game. It'll be a 3 o'clock kickoff from Gillette Stadium up in Foxborough. And the midshipmen have been off nearly two weeks. They've been making the most of their practice days, as head coach Brian Newberry says. His team, though, is sticking to the regular season script. Nice to have two weeks to prepare. Wish, wish maybe we had three, uh, like like those guys did, but that's okay. It's plenty enough time to get our game plan in. 